Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Ultra Hope Girls podcast. We are so excited because today the three of us will be acting as the sorting hat and imagining if our Hope's Peak friends went to Hogwarts. And so we are going to be sorting everyone into houses and giving them Patronuses, which should be super fun. Just so you know, this episode will spoil the entirety of Trigger Happy Havoc. We're really excited to hear what you guys think about our answers. And so with that, let's get into it. I'm Maddie. I'm Marin. And I'm Caroline. And we're the Ultra Hope Girls. One. Two. Welcome to the Dong and Roomba Podcast. You're on the threshold of an amazing episode. Showtime. Hey, everybody. Before we get into this episode, we are filming this around June 9th, which is when J.K. Rowling has come out and said some things that we wholeheartedly disagree with here at the Ultra Hope Girls. Um, And we just wanted to come on the record and say we love the stories and we love the world that she created. We grew up with it, but we do not back her as a person or back her beliefs. Um, Trans people have a safe home within our community, and we love you all. Let's get going. Yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. Who so do we want to I, start with? Good I always question. want to save the more fun ones for last, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I always put mine into the order of, like, the deaths again, just because that's how I keep track of them in my mind. Okay. But, yeah. Um, I'm good with that. So, Sayaka, let's get started with her. Um, me, personally, I had her in Hufflepuff. I had her in Slytherin. I had her in Slytherin, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, Marin, do you want to start and explain why you chose Hufflepuff? Yeah, um, I wasn't really sure. Honestly, she was one of the hardest ones that I had because we don't really get to see a lot about her. You know, like she's just kind of there and then gone. Um, But she is pretty loyal to her uh, musical group. You know, like she literally commits the first murder to get back to them. And, you know, she's like pretty set on doing what she wants to do. Um, although I guess it, I could see that as more of an ambition um, if you're looking at it that way for Slytherin. Yeah, but that's why I picked that for her. I definitely saw it as like an ambition thing. As She strikes me as a kind of person who will do anything for her to achieve her personal goals. And that is very Slytherin-esque to me. <laughs> <laughs> Just invented that word there. Nice. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, and I, I agree with Maddie. I think like she, it, it's like a stepping stone she uses Makoto as sort of a stepping stone to to achieve her ambition. She doesn't actually form a genuine connection with him. But I could see her being a high-key slither puff, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what you're saying. <laughs> um, All right. And then for Patronus. For Patronuses, um, I had her Patronus as a fox um, because it's sly and a little cunning. And now I'm wondering why I didn't pick Slytherin based on the Patronus <laughs> I picked for her. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought like, I mean, foxes are beautiful, but in all fables from the olden days, you can't trust them. And so I thought that really fit her. I actually, um, for her Patronus, I actually picked a blue jay. And a lot of my reasoning for... Um, these Patronuses that I chose were really just like the vibes that I got from the person more than anything else. There are not a lot that I actually kind of like really reasoned through. I just kind of went with like a gut feeling, but yeah, I picked a blue Jay for her because I I definitely felt like a bird that sings because she's a singer. Um, And like, I guess it kind of fits her color scheme, like her blue hair or whatnot. So I felt like that was a good fit for her. So I had a white stallion specifically because On the outside, she is, like, beautiful. Everyone wants her. You know, she's a pop star. But stallions are wild horses, and so they can be uncontrollable. But I think, honestly, my favorite out of all of ours is Marin's. (laughs) I love yours. Yay! Thank you. That was so good. Yeah, dude. Okay. Up next, we have Leon. 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 I don't know why I said it that way. (laughs) Leon. All right. Now we have Leon. All right. For Leon, I picked uh, Gryffindor. I also picked Gryffindor. Yep. Yay! (laughs) We did it! Uh, We can say why. Um, He just, I mean, for someone who never really achieves his goals, he has a lot of them, you know? And... (laughs) that kind of bravery to continue to try and do anything even though none of the things are really coming to fruition is um pretty griffin esque of him mm? <laughs> true 
Also, yeah. the fact that, like, w- with Sayaka, he just is like, I'm just gonna keep going until she dies. You know, <laughs> that wasn't an ambition choice. That was a, like, let me be brave and, like, defeat this girl choice kind of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, he can be kind of impulsive. He just, yeah. It's, I, don't, I don't think he really fits into any other category. All right, now for his Patronus. I am so proud of the Patronus I picked. Um, <laughs> is it okay if I go first? Yes, yeah, please. No, go ahead. Okay, go for Leon. For Leon, I picked the Tiger Pistol Shrimp. And that is so specific. <laughs> but I went to Google and I typed in loud animals. And that was one of them because he is a shrimp because he doesn't actually do anything, but he is a tiger pistol shrimp because every time he tries, he's incredibly loud about it. <laughs> but what tiger pistol shrimp are really that? cool. When they like breathe out, they can make a sound that's 200 decibels, which is louder than a gunshot. So if they were above water, they could make humans go deaf. What? I just really got Leon vibes from that. (laughs) Something absolutely (laughs) worthless that's really loud occasionally when they want things. (laughs) So good, dude. I'm shook. I mean, I picked a bearded dragon because they're kind of small and they think they're hot stuff, but they actually can't really do anything. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um... I I mean, I was tempted at first to pick a lion because his name is Leon, but, like, that was just nah. Um, I ended up choosing a lion tamarin, which is a type of very small monkey. They're very cute. Like, they're very, very cute. Um, but they can be trouble. And <laughs> um, I was like, all right, not a lion. Lion tamarin. That seems right, because then it fits with his name. And they have, like, a fluffy mane of red hair. And, like, but they're just, like, really small and like cute yeah that's what i went with i love that (laughs) amazing (laughs) oh my gosh i just like you guys to imagine you know how patronuses look right the like white kind of flying animal just imagine a small little Little shrimp shrimp. just (laughs) flying around (laughs) (laughs) occasionally emitting gunshot like sounds (laughs) is it like a scree I think it's like a, like a, <laughs> like a blow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Her. Who wants to lead the next one? I can. Um, Chihiro Star. Um, I was between Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff, and I ultimately chose Ravenclaw. I, picked, I chose Ravenclaw. I picked Gryffindor. Oh, that's actually kind of cute. Yeah, like his ending moment, he, to me, is such a Harry Potter in that, no, actually, I take that back. He's like a Neville type, hmm. you know, where he's just trying to get his dreams, like, I don't know, but that doesn't really work out for him a lot. But he still has that inner drive, you know? Yeah. Can I just share that when we were in Harry Potter Club in middle school, Marin had the biggest crush on Neville Longbottom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I don't mean just movie seven, okay? We're talking movie four. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that's really cute, though. I mean, like, uh, yeah, I did choose him as a Ravenclaw. I think that he um, I I personally think he fits the description of a Ravenclaw best. I mean, I think that his inner strength comes out and he does have like a strength and a bravery that is underappreciated. I I can't really see him as a Gryffindor, though. Yeah, I, I, I think that is a cool a cool way of thinking about it, though. Thanks. (laughs) Marin, I see your point and I can back that. Definitely. I think, like, I picked Ravenclaw because he's, you know, a programmer and he used his intelligence, artificial intelligence, to, like, you know, help the group even after he was gone and he was, like, wise enough to know that that is something that could happen. Um, But I really love your answer too, like, 100%. I love, I just, yeah, I appreciate that. It's so cute. Thanks. <laughs> um, and then Patronus Town. Um, I can start. I have him as a swallow. Nice. Because I, that's, I don't know. Yeah. Small, small bird, cool. but like able to like fend for themselves. Mm-hmm. I had his Patronus as a koala. Because I oh. kind of just imagined like a little like white kind of 
Hayes hugging him during a battle, and that was it. That was all he really needed from a Patronus. <laughs> That's, That's <the> really cute. <laughs> um, I actually picked his Patronus to be an ox because I thought that um, it is like he's this small, like cute person, but then his Patronus just like I wanted it to represent like his inner strength and have it just be like larger than life and just like a really, really powerful, like strong animal. And so I, I went with an ox for that. I really reason. love that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I vote for that. <laughs> yes. Maddie's is the only correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up next, Maddie, you want to lead us through Mondo? Sure. Um, for Mondo, I picked Gryffindor. Me too. I picked Slytherin. Because I don't think he's brave at all, actually. He never really owns up to his mistakes until his death. You know, I think his ambition is greater than his courage because, you know, he wants to be the leader of his gang. So he challenges his brother to a race. You know, like, I actually didn't think he had any bravery, really. That's a good point. It's true. I'm trying to remember. I picked Gryffindor because, I don't know, he reminded <laughs> me of no one i don't know i just felt like he i don't know (laughs) i i think i see where you're coming from though because i i also picked gryffindor i picked it just because like he strikes me as another kind of like hot-headed person who's very out there and who's very like um very assertive i upon hearing some of the thoughts i think i actually kind of agree with marin where i think i would change my answer the only thing that makes me question that is actually what you just said about hot-headedness. I feel like Slytherins generally tend to have more of like a calculated approach to how they pursue their ambitions, whereas Gryffindors, it's more like a little more chaotic. Like, you know, it's like, bah! like, bah, bah. I don't know. That's what I've been in. <laughs> the, only, the only thing I'll say, though, is like, think about um, Malfoy's friends, the two, I, like, I can't oh remember my god, Crab and Goyle. <laughs> yes, Crab and Goyle are not calculated. You know, I right. think it's the characters we see within the books who are calculated, except for Crab and Goyle. <laughs> They're the only ones. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I see what you're saying. Um, All right. Patronuses. Yeah. I can go first. Um, so this one was like very, this was just kind of a cop out, um, but I also kind of liked it. Again, it's like a contrast of like, a very strong, like, macho person, and then a very, like, not that kind of animal. Um, I picked a Maltese, because that is what his dog was, as you learn from his um, free time events. And so his, his pet Maltese named Chuck, um, I picked that as his Patronus. <laughs> Y'all ever cry? Yeah. <laughs> Out here crying into club. <laughs> I picked a wolf, um, because wolves are very loyal. Um, but at the same time, if it came down to it, they would attack their own to survive. Um, like they're kind of like a weird animal in that they're crazy loyal, but to a like point. And that really reminded me of Mondo. Hmm. I also picked a wolf. Really? Yes. Wow. For the same reasons. Cause he's also the leader of a pack, pack. (laughs) 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 you know? (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's cool. He's not my only wolf, though. Hmm. Really? I had different ones for everyone. Me too. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Taka, I picked Hufflepuff. Same. Yep, me too. And the only reason, literally, I was like, well, Jason said Marin was a Hufflepuff. (laughs) It was Taka, which I love. Incredibly wrong. (laughs) But yeah, um... I mean, Hufflepuffs usually follow a moral code, you know? That was really the only thing that really pushed me towards him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like he's textbook Hufflepuff. Like, he's like, there is a right and a wrong. We follow the right way to do things. Like, yeah. It's true. Patronus, I had Wolf for him, too. Oh. Uh, I see the little Mondo taco pair. Taco and Mondo yeah, baby. pair. But actually, so I can see him being like a, like a husky. <laughs> Two, you know Every what I mean? Taka, I yeah. like that. That's funny. He's like a he's like a, a small wolf. <laughs> small wolf. I put him as a hawk, um, because like I mean, when I think of an animal that's like rigid and like you know follows the rules, I don't know. Hawks don't follow rules, but like that was the image that came to mind was like a stoic bird. Um, mine is 
So now I was thinking about how I would go about picking his Patronus. I was like, his needs to be something unconventional. I don't know why I thought that. I just did. I ended up, are you ready for this? I chose a clownfish. Uh, interesting. <laughs> I'm almost offended. <laughs> why? Why Why does that offend you, Marin? Because Taka's me, <laughs> and I'm a clown. Okay. <laughs> but, why, why did you pick a clownfish? Um, <laughs> I, literally, just because I was like, I wanted his to be something, like, unique, because I feel like I, that, that's just how I felt about him. I was like, his needs to be something unconventional. And so then I, I started thinking about like fish because I was like, okay, well, an unconventional animal for a Patronus could be like a fish, right? I, I went with a clownfish because I was like, the thing about clownfish though, it's it's not because I saw them as like, oh, he's a clown. Like that is totally not. Thing because <laughs> clownfish, clownfish are really cool. Like they're actually like really cool. And they... um yeah like I said I, I don't have like a lot of reasoning behind it it was really just kind of like a vibe I went with because I'm like a clownfish is unique it's like a cool kind of fish and I just felt like it fit him I mean if you think of in Finding Nemo the dad could kind of be I mean like the dad is very like calculated and rule follower he like Taka is Marlin hear me Can out you- couldn't you just imagine if these students were at Hogwarts, they're all figuring out their Patronus and Taka, like, expecto Patronums, and a clownfish comes out, and Byaku is like, ah, yes, you are a clown. And he's like, that's not true! It's cool! And, like, <laughs> I'm just picturing that scene happening. <laughs> this is the coolest Patronus ever! Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh wow i feel like we have to go with clownfish now after that <laughs> oh all right up next we have hifumi let me tell you we all know i have him as a ravenclaw i do too oh god <laughs> i have him as a hufflepuff <laughs> i was torn between those two Same. i went with ravenclaw hufflepuffs are loyal that's their whole thing and hifumi is loyal to celeste to a fault like that yeah that was my entire argument I I view it as more of like he yes but also he I don't okay so Ravenclaw is like I wouldn't I probably wouldn't have picked him if like people like Sybil Trelawney or like Luna Lovegood weren't in Ravenclaw you know what I mean like he's got like this vibe of that and he's kind of selfish in a way like yes he's loyal to Celeste but he's kind of an a jerk to everyone else and he like says things that are smart sometimes i don't know i just think he fits the vibe i agree with that i think he's more like um he's kind of nerdy um and i think i think he fits the vibe of ravenclaw better than hufflepuff just because of like he i, I mean i i know we had some debates when we talked about the myers briggs like episode about um whether he was like an introvert or an extrovert i definitely see him as an introvert i think um and for me, Hufflepuffs tend to be more extroverted, Ravenclaws tend to be more introverted, and I just thought that he he fit that better. Hmm. I see. I'm really proud of my Patronus. Can I jump in? You can. Sure. His Patronus, for me, is a mole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Why? That's it. I just, th- he looks like a mole, and he, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and he, like... I don't know. I could see him just kind of burrowing away in his darkness, like talking to his AI, like alone in the dark, in his like hole in the ground. Like, you know what I mean? For some reason, I'm picturing the mole from Kim Possible. The naked mole rat? Yeah. That's a totally different animal. I know, but that's what I'm picturing as you're saying this. <laughs> I'm picturing like a star-nosed mole, like with the blue, blue, blue. Yeah, that's, that's what mm. I was envisioning. And they also like, our- have little glasses, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I put beaver for Hifumi because he <laughs> really reminds me of a beaver. <laughs> That's a good one, too. That's so good. Thank you. That is so good. Both of those are so good. I picked a mountain goat, but I didn't feel super strongly about it. I, <laughs> we I all just like... picked, like, the dumbest animals. <laughs> hey, beavers are smart. <laughs> yeah, no, I take that back. They're their goats are pretty smart too but yeah yeah no it's just so funny <laughs> our animals are such a like they're such a meme all yeah them. yeah they really are. like just 
All right. Up next, we've got Celeste. Um, Caroline, you want to take the lead on this one? All right. Let's just say it at the same time. Three, two, one. Slytherin. Ravenclaw. What the (laughs) merit? I'm just here to cause chaos, apparently. We're out here like, what the heck? Um, Yeah, I... I could see your argument for that. I was actually between Slytherin and Ravenclaw. Um, But, like, she's just... It's actually, you know, what's really interesting is this is exactly like our conversation from case three, where we were talking about poker being a people game versus an analytical game, because I took it as an analytical game again now and picked Ravenclaw. And I'm guessing that you guys took it as more of a like, like she doesn't need people. She uses people to get her goals type thing. Yeah, I I think she, I'm honestly, in my opinion, she's like a textbook Slytherin because she doesn't really care about other people. She will sacrifice them to get what she wants. She's all about ambition. I think that's the most important thing in her entire life. Like I, I, for Ravenclaws, I feel like their, um, their values are like learning and like curiosity and whatnot. And for Slytherins, it's like, I have a goal and I have an ambition and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get there. And for me, that's much more like Celeste. Mm. yeah and i mean like same boat but i didn't necessarily view it as like a people game versus a numbers game like slytherins can do both <laughs> um and i i think like yeah. we see her use people like in the game like in the game too like not necessarily like we don't know how she plays how she gambles we don't know because we never see it but like in a way we do see it because she takes a gamble in who she picks to help her and like how she ends up like using the two bodies literally as a stepladder to get to her castle you know true Mm. i will say though slytherins are not i know you guys know this but maybe for our audience slytherins are not evil by nature and they don't have to use people to get their goals that's not a trait that is necessary yeah amen to that for me it's about like personal ambition yeah she reminds me of narcissa from harry potter a little bit um interesting yeah yeah i like that i like that a lot yeah and I will also add on to what Marin said, because Marin and I are both Slytherins, actually. And um, yeah, like for me, I mean, it's not about like being evil. I think I almost feel like in the books, Slytherins are not portrayed in the most fair way. Yeah, you can, you can have more to you than just like, being evil. Like, I'm a Slytherin because I'm evil. Like, no, I feel like it's a, it's a cop out to like, assume that. Um, unfortunately, I think a lot of people do assume that. But um, yeah, I think it comes down to a lot more about, like, what do you want out of your life and kind of how do you go about getting it? It's like, that's that's how, what it comes down to, to for me. Yeah, same. Teach their own, though. I am yeah. evil. No, I'm, just <laughs> <laughs> I'm evil. actually Satan. <laughs> Surprise! Are you lawful good? <laughs> I am lawful good. I'm lying so, right now. <laughs> All right. Um, anim- animals? Yeah. Who are we on, Celeste? I, oh, let's yeah, say this I'm at like, the same time. We have to have the same one. I would be really surprised if we didn't. Well, I have a specific kind of my animal. Oh, okay. Well, mine's a cat. Mine is two. Oh, mine is not. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a crow, actually. Huh. Why? Um, <laughs> literally, just like, I associate kind of like the medieval castles and like the mysterious whatever like I think of like when I think of like castles and mysteriousness I think of like crows and ravens and whatnot like sitting on the castle too and I think it fits her aesthetic um I was tempted to go with a raven but I ended up picking a crow um I I think not for a very good reason I think I might have just not wanted to pick a raven because it sounds too much like ravenclaw and it felt like it <laughs> too Cop easy up. but and she's not i didn't have her as a ravenclaw but yeah i went i went with a crow because of that just like association and like the aesthetic of it oh with a cat because she's so much like a cat like like you know how you know cats sometimes they are all cute and they love you and then they slash you with their claws <laughs> that was exactly why i picked a cat i actually specifically picked a sphinx cat because they're kind of attractive. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, and so you, you'll get close to them, but then they will murder you and draw blood. I picked a cat because she, she's a cat. <laughs> 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 that's solid defense right Period. there. <laughs> oh my God. In summary, yes. <laughs> she is cat. All right. 
Sakura. Ooh, this one would be interesting. I picked Gryffindor. I did, I did too. too. Yay! Yay! In fact, Sakura. not only did I pick Gryffindor, I also, her Patronus was a lion for me. Wow. I picked huh. a tiger. I picked an elephant. And that's not anything to do with her body type. It has to do with her intelligence because elephants are one of the most intelligent creatures on the planet and they're very quiet and yet they're like kind of like scared of mice, you know, like they have very like, I love elephants. This is probably one of the highest compliments I could have given her. Elephants. I wanted to share a fun fact. Actually, Marin, I'm obsessed with that. I love that as her Patronus. Um, Yes, elephants are very smart. And I wanted to share a fun fact that you just reminded me of elephants mourn their dead like in the wild they actually like yeah (laughs) you know the elephant babar did you guys ever read that story yes oh my gosh no i haven't time to make everyone cry maddie you gotta read it okay (laughs) i'll write that down really good it's like a children's book but it's really good it is good and i i just want to say lion came to mind for me because of aslan from narnia um, where it was like kind of like a almost like protector figure rather than like the fierce lion from the wild. That was why I, I picked a lion, I guess. Right. I like that a lot. Huh. Yeah, I like that. I think it's time to take a break. Yeah. All right, guys. So we're going to take a break. But um, let us know what you think of our sorting hat skills. And if you would put people in different places, um, leave us a voicemail and check out our Facebook page. Search us up on Twitter, Ultra Hope Girls Podcast. You can find us basically anywhere. We also have a Patreon that you can contribute to. And we appreciate any donation you can give. Prizes are really fun. We have some Zoom hangouts. We have some Discord hangouts and all that fun stuff. So check us out. And we will be back after the break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. We are going to get going again. But before we do, um, I just want to invite our listeners and specifically our listeners uh, who follow us on Amino. Listen to what Patronuses were giving these people. And if you are interested in creating art based on the episode today, please feel free to and we will feature your art on our uh, on our website or on our Facebook or on our Amino page or anything like that, because we love to hear from you and we love to see what you guys are creating based on uh, our podcast. All right, let's get going with Hero. Um, <laughs> Mary, oh, let's try that again. This time again. I did not, okay? <laughs> I, like, make it a point now to make sure when we do character analysis that I've written something for him. <laughs> I will never make that mistake again. My, my poor son. Um... I put him in Ravenclaw, and I know that you guys are going to be like, what on earth? Unless you had the same thing. <gasps> no. Nope, you're both shaking your no, head. No, but I can okay. see it. I can kind of see like, it. I, I get what you mean. Yeah. My reason being, Ravenclaws aren't necessarily smart. They're just passionate about knowledge in areas that they love. And that, to me, is Hero, because he loves... Well, he says he hates the occult, but he really loves it. And he studies it, and like he knows more about it than anyone he's the ultimate clairvoyant you know and so for that reason i i thought that he was a ravenclaw i had a hufflepuff me too maddie and i are really <laughs> on the same wavelength today <laughs> wow. um, yeah i can see what you mean though Marin. definitely oh my god yeah no i just think he's like such a cedric diggory you know what i mean <laughs> what no don't do my boy cedric like that <laughs> No, but he's like, you know, he's like, he's always thinking about the team and like, you know, he, yeah, I don't know. He's cute. And I think he's a Hufflepuff. Patronus? Patronus time. Patronus. <laughs> so for I love Hero, mine. I'm a little proud. Not gonna lie. 
I, so when I went to pick my Patronuses, there's an official list of like all the Pottermore like Patronuses you could possibly get. And that's so why I just went off that because then it's like canon. Um, and so for him, I picked a salmon. Thoughts? <laughs> Wait, so are you telling me that my tiger pistol shrimp would not be allowed in the world of Harry Potter? <laughs> it was not on the list. I think it could well, be anything though. Like, yeah, I, no, I I'm... think any animal is fair game. But I just wanted to include also the magical creatures because those can also be Patronuses. That was I really like salmon. I kind of yeah. like that too. Like it's just the I like it better than mine. Yeah, I kind of like mine, but he like flops like on the pavement a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like he, <laughs> he's like he he struggles, but he makes it to the end ultimately because he's salmon. Just I don't know. They're resilient. <laughs> I put meerkat um, because he kind of just like jumps out of the water or out of the water. Wow. Jumps like out of his hole and it's like, oh man, this world is too much. And then goes back down, you know, like that's kind of his role throughout a lot of the game is just to be like, oh man, what's happening? And then he like hides again. <laughs> you know, my scary flinch. <laughs> okay. Maddie, what did you get? I, for heroes Patronus, I picked a moose. I can't explain it, but I love that. That, that like, <laughs> it, it, it makes sense. <laughs> wow. Don't moose eat salmon? Or am I wild? No. Moose, moose are herbivores. Moose are herbivores. <laughs> oh. My moose are more intense than your moose. <laughs> my moose eats meat. <laughs> <laughs> Product idea right there. <laughs> my moose eats meat. I'm gonna make a sticker of that. So. <laughs> <laughs> with heroes spray my yes. me. <laughs> if that is not included in the episode i will be upset <laughs> yeah. okay um, that'll be the title Maddie, of our do you episode wanna... <laughs> that'll get them listen. <laughs> do you have a defense for moose maddie um once again not really it kind of was just a vibe i was like hero is a moose that's all I have to say on that. <laughs> Caroline is dying right now. I think it's what I said. <laughs> For Moose, Maddie. <laughs> oh my god. If you had asked me if that line would come out of my mouth when we had started this podcast, I would have said no. <laughs> all right. I think all next right. we should do Makoto. Really? I was going to say Hina. Oh, we can do Hina. Do you want to do Hina, then Makoto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're obviously leaving Byakuya for last. Of course. Yeah, okay. (gasps) (laughs) So for Hina, um, I said Hufflepuff. Me too. Yep. Okay. She is a textbook Hufflepuff. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I was thinking, too. Um, For her uh, Patronus, I said Otter, like a sea otter. That's cute. Um, yeah, because couldn't you just see her like clapping in the water? Yes, you're adorable. <laughs> you're so Thank cute. You. I did um, a Saint Bernard. I like that. Aww, that's like a dog, like a dog. You know, mm-hmm. cute little yeah. puppy hand. Yeah, she does kind of have the personality of a puppy. Um, for her Patronus, I actually picked a dolphin. Um, I went with kind of the same as Marin. Like, I wanted to do something, like, water-themed. Part of me was like, oh, is that a cop-out? But then I was like, no, I, I think this fits her because I think a dolphin is suitable for her personality as well. I really love dolphin for her a lot. <laughs> I think that that I is... I actually picked dolphin for another character. Fun really? fact. Mm-hmm. Is it Makoto? No, it's not. We could do her next if you want, but it is Kyoko. Oh! Really? Yes, because dolphins are even more intelligent than elephants. But I was like, yeah, I was trying to figure out between dolphins and elephants for Sakura and Kyoko. I was like, which one should go where? And I was like, elephant is so obvious for Sakura. Like, and I thought Kyoko of the two of them was a little bit more like, I don't know. Like dolphins can be really weird about like making friends and stuff. And I'm pretty sure they mate for life. So, Erin, it's interesting that you had um, dolphin for Kyoko because I had otter. And the reason why is because Hermione Granger is an otter. And there are a lot of similarities to Hermione and Kyoko in my mind in a lot of ways. Like, they're not exactly the same. Like, obviously, Hermione is Hermione Granger and she's very Hermione. Um, But 
I, I think that otters are very like smart and they can, you know, their fur is as such that they can kind of swim very fast and like dive around and like be slick and like go into interesting places. You know what I'm saying? And so I just think like, I don't know. I kind of saw that for her. Do we want to say, do we want to do Kyoko next for who we, what house we think she's in? Yeah, this yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. An update for our listeners. Dolphins are not monogamous. <laughs> In case anyone was wondering. <laughs> we like to share fun facts about animals on this podcast. Yeah, do, you, do you just want to share your Patronus for Kyoko too, and then we can do her house after? Sure. Um, mine, I, for her, for her Patronus... I also wanted to go with something unconventional. I was like, it needs to be something really cool. It needs to be something really unique. At least that those were my feelings about Kyoko. And I picked a thylacine, which is a fancy name for what used to be called the Tasmanian tiger, which went extinct in like the 1930s. And I was like, huh, like an animal that's gone extinct recently. Like, that's kind of unique, right? Like, um, yeah, I, I, I wanted something like, kind of out there for her if you um i don't tasmanian tigers are really cool it's really sad that they went extinct um because they are they look kind of like a mix between like a wolf and a tiger but they're actually marsupials um they're just very very cool animals and i i wanted something something unique for kyoko i actually love the idea of her having an extinct animal i think that's kind of perfect That's awesome. Makoto would be like, what is that? And she'd be like, you don't need to know. <laughs> and you be don't like, Whoa. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, I just imagine, like, Kyoko in, like, Defense Against the Dark Arts class, just, like, pulling out her wand and, like, doing the whole Expecto Patronum thing. And, like, an animal comes out that people just look at it and they're like, what is that? <laughs> you know, like, because she's just so mysterious. Like, yeah. All right. For her house, um, I put Ravenclaw. Me too. I put I put Ravenclaw. I was actually torn between Ravenclaw and Slytherin. Me too. Her, but I picked Ravenclaw. Really? Wow, that was like one of the easiest ones for me. The, I, like, I just don't think she's ambitious. Like I think it's the same conversation we had with um with the Myers Briggs episode where like between her being an ISTJ and an INTJ, like the reason why she solves mysteries is to find the truth. It's not like to like for her own benefit or like you know what I mean or like to yeah, get somewhere. Okie dokie. Up Makoto? next, we've got Makoto. All right. Um, for him, I picked Gryffindor. I was really split between that and Hufflepuff. Um, but his courage throughout, I thought, kind of pushed me more towards Gryffindor. Had him as a Hufflepuff. I had him as a Hufflepuff, too. <laughs> In fact, not only did I have him as a Hufflepuff, I had his Patronus as a Badger. Really? Oh, wow. Huh. Like the ultimate Hufflepuff. The I I think that he is, man. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. very loyal. Like I said, I was torn between the two, so I could easily see that. I almost put him in, in Gryffindor as well, because I have literally Hufflepuff slash Gryffindor, because I could see him being sort of like a nevilish kind of right, Gryffindor, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, for his Patronus, I had a Corgi. <laughs> Oh my goodness! That's so cute. Oh my god, something cute like <laughs> for his Patronus. I had Mallard. I, I almost put a duck. It. Literally, <laughs> like I did. I can't explain it. He just reminds me of a duck. He gives me duck vibes. <laughs> I yeah. feel like this whole like podcast is like the meme is going to be my visceral hatred for Makoto and I. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Up next, we've got Junko. Um, I had her in Slytherin. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we are talking about Mastermind Junko here, audience. Um, but, I mean, I would have put the same answer for Fashionista Junko, quite frankly. I would, um, too. Same. Yeah, ju- because I was going to say, like, she's like Regina George. Mm, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was thinking more along the lines of ambition. You know, as the Fashionista, she's an ambitious person. But as the Mastermind, holy cow, is she an ambitious person. I mean... It's hard to argue that. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. For Patronuses, who wants to go? I can go, I guess. I have kind of a weird one. It's um, it's a phoenix because, you know, Mukuro, who is Junko in the beginning, dies. And then she 
kind of comes back to life as Junko at the end of the game. And so I kind of thought of a phoenix sort of regenerating itself um, in that way with that plot point in the game. Huh. Ah. I really like that actually a lot. Huh. I do um, too. I picked an Orchid Mantis, um, which I don't know if that would actually be phenomenal as a Patronus, given that they're kind of supposed to protect you. But I loved the animal. I thought it described her perfectly. Um, it's a type of like praying mantis, but it looks like an orchid. It can like mask itself to look beautiful and look like multiple different kinds of orchids. Um, and that really reminded me of her, like a deadly creature who masks itself as one of the most beautiful things on the planet. I am obsessed with that, Marin. I love that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mine is like, ugh, I don't even, uh, I'm not crazy about mine. It felt a little cliche um, because I put her in Slytherin, but I did choose a snake. Um, I tried to be a little more specific and I ended up choosing a cobra. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, it was, it was kind of like, it felt like a fit for her personality, but it also felt like a cop out because she's a Slytherin. Marin, I like yours a lot. I'm honored. Yeah, Caroline, I really like yours too. Thank you. Um, yeah. Okie dokie. Um, up next, we have... Toki! <laughs> Toki! <laughs> up next, we've got Toko. Um, I was really proud of my Patronus. Um, Me too. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, well, let's start with House. Um, I picked Ravenclaw. Me too. Me too. And She's I a actually Ravenclaw. Wanna, yeah, I want to jump back to Hifumi and say that I accept your reasoning for him being Ravenclaw because Toko is a Ravenclaw. Um, because, you know, in one of the past episodes, I gave that nice little comparison spiel. And I think that it's hard to argue against that now, you know. Hmm. Um, yeah, so hmm. I I accept. <laughs> yes, I am a yeah, Ravenclaw. So, yeah. Because yeah. Wow. But like Ultimate Bookworm, how can you not be a Ravenclaw? Like, <laughs> Right. True. All right, Caroline, why don't you share your Patronus? Can I share mine first because I think it's not as good? (laughs) (laughs) No, okay, I take that back. I take that back. I'm being too hard on myself. But if you guys are like really, if you really like yours, I'll go first so we can save the best for last because I had a kind of a hard time with this one. So it might not be as um, deep. Um, For her Patronus, I picked another, I wanted to pick another unconventional one and I ended up going with a Black Widow, like the spider. Um, I thought that'd be kind of cool, but yeah, I had a tough time choosing for her. That is cool. That's yeah. actually a really cool animal, yeah. Thank you. Um, I had a hedgehog for her because hedgehogs are so cute. You know, on the outside, they're nervous, they're small, they're cute. But if you, if they get into a moment of fear, they prickle up and, you know, like their, their little fangs kind of come out. And that, like, that's her, you know, like, that is <laughs> literally her personality, you know. That's so accurate. I love that. I picked a rabbit for a couple of reasons. One, rabbits are victim animals and the way that they um, take stimuli makes them nervous. Fun fact, I own rabbits. I've had rabbits my entire life. And so I'm very familiar with how rabbits are as animals. Um, So you never really know, like they're always in fear of like what could happen. And that reminded me of her. So the second reason why I picked a rabbit is that rabbits have a very um, specific structure of how they like um, reproduce and stuff, and they can become very codependent on each other and, in fact, form a bonded pair. That's a very common thing. And so, you know, they're an animal that, yes, they're probably not monogamous, but once they have found their person that they love, they will stay with that person for a very long time. Um, and there are a lot of other things about um, Robert's relationship structure that I cannot go into on this podcast, but if you're interested, you can look it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, all right. I like that. That works. Um, we got last but not least here, right? Our king. Yeah. All right. So for Biakia, I think we're all going to agree on his house, probably. Yep. Should we just say it? Three, Three two, two one. one. 
Slytherin. <laughs> I think that's the first time we've said, "Can we all say it at once?" and all actually said the same thing at once. No. <laughs> Maybe it. not, but yeah. Um, yeah, that seemed pretty obvious. Ambitious. He's a textbook Slytherin. Yeah, he really is. Yeah, Give me so those he, Malfoy vibes. All he cares about is his own success and his own ambitions, and he does stops at nothing to try to get them. Like. That's, and also, like, the thing about Slytherins, too, being, like, um, and this is kind of part, part of the, like, Harry Potter book franchise, whatever, that I'm not crazy about that it was portrayed this way, but, like, the thing about Slytherins and, like, being pure-blooded, um, Biakia kind of, like, strikes me as someone who would also see it that way. Like, I'm of the noble Togami family. Like, I am the best of the best. Like, the blood in my veins. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, he kind of strikes me as, as that kind of person, which I, is not, like, I I don't think that's an admirable thing, and it also kind of bothered me that Slytherins were portrayed that way in the book, because um, it's kind of problematic. But um, I can kind of see Biakia being like that. For his Patronus, I had an ocelot um which is an incredible animal it's a big cat um but it is a predator and it's very quiet and very cute because i love him but um (laughs) it's crazy dangerous like people own ocelots and die um and so i think uh, like when i was doing the search for his patronus i went on and i was like quiet but dangerous animals and uh that one came up and i was like yep he's cute it's perfect um, so mine is a Harry Potter creature, which can also be a Patronus, and it is one of the most rare Patronuses you can have, and it's called a rune spore. I don't, I think that's how you pronounce it, and it is a snake with three heads, and each of the heads represent a different aspect to the human consciousness. So the um, leftmost head, I believe, is like the mind and the logic center. The middle head is like hope, ambition, imagination, and the um, right head is um a critic and so it often happens with these snakes is like one they're incredibly dangerous they're associated with the dark arts and like they are often slinking in the shadows sort of like ready to just attack but the other thing is that often the heads disagree with each other and so one head will eat another one and so i think that like in a lot of ways like when we first meet biakia he's the two outer heads have eaten the middle head because logic critic that's all he is. And then the third, you know, the middle head starts to like become more prominent um, after the fourth trial. Girl, I'm shook. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm also shook. Um, I, that is so cool. I think like now I'm wishing in hindsight that I had looked into the mythical creatures thing more because for mine, I just picked all like animals, but um that is like so good um for biakia i actually picked an albatross um which is like a very very cool bird um yeah it's it for him i don't really have a lot of reasoning as to why i chose it once again it was just kind of a vibe it's like a like a unique one like a a bird that has a lot of strength and a lot of power um they can literally albatrosses literally fly between like the ends of the earth like they can fly from antarctica to the arctic they're the most like long like range birds ever which is just really cool and so that's why i picked him but god caroline i love yours thank you i yeah that was the one that i um yeah that's why i pulled up a list of the pottermore ones because i didn't want to miss like thestral was almost one for one of them and um yeah so Today for Bedwed Behead, we are going to be choosing between the Gryffindors. So we have Sakura, we have Chihiro, who Marin put in Gryffindor, and we have Leon. So uh, does anyone feel strongly inclined to go first? Maddie immediately raised her hand. So <laughs> I know my answer because, oh, okay, all three of these are characters that I love, but I would behead Leon out of these three. Wow. Sakura and Chihiro, let me tell you, they're S-tier characters. Leon only made it to A-tier, so, like, there you go. But, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) so, considering that Leon only made it to A-tier and Sakura and Chihiro are both S-tier characters, yeah, Leon would be the one I'd have to behead out of those three. And then there was another episode, and I don't remember exactly which one it was, 
but there was another one where I was faced with um, choosing between Sakura and Chihiro. And I'm going to stick with my previous answer and say I would bed Chihiro and wed Sakura because I really just can't go against um, the bestie picks waifu choice for me. I mean, Sakura is is my ultimate waifu. So that's that's my answer. Amen, Maddie. Beautiful. <laughs> I, I mean, the I'm... amount of times I've like gone back on my word in these. Yeah. <laughs> that's true at some point someone's gonna make like a blooper reel of me just being like i would bed chihiro i would behead chihiro i couldn't imagine being wed to chihiro like (laughs) (laughs) that's yeah that's relatable i think okay so i would behead leon sorry buddy not sorry at all actually um i would probably bed sakura and wed Chihiro because I think actually no I'm gonna switch that I think I would wed Sakura bed Chihiro because I think long-term partnership wise I I mean like Maddie and I you know we're different people we're similar in a lot of ways and I think that in the same way that Sakura would support Maddie Sakura would also support Caroline (laughs) (laughs) yes agreed I would behead Leon um easy peasy then I would <laughs> then it's a progression. After beheading <laughs> Leon, I would bed Sakura and wed Chihiro because it just feels right. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into our episode this week. We just want to let you know we have a Patreon. We have a lot of really cool exclusive episodes for our Patreon. Maddie just released an Ultimate Psychologist Files, which is super good. She's like Hank Green of like our generation. So seriously, check it out. Um, We also are on Facebook, on Twitter, on Tumblr, on Twitch, Ultra Hope Girls Pod. We stream every once in a while. We got some fun stuff coming up for you in the works for that. So definitely check us out there. We also have a website, ultrahopegirls.com. So if you want to learn more about your hosts, what's coming up, what possible special guests we may have coming on pretty soon, you can check us out there. And I think that's all, folks. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>